This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. You guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Real Real Podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. Today's episode, I'm actually with my boyfriend and I'm really excited to share this because it gives you guys a little more inside scoop about me, how we met. I feel like I don't want to make like a whole YouTube video dedicated to it, even though I just dedicated a 40 minute podcast to it, but I've seen other people do this and I thought it was really fun and I just really wanted to kind of introduce Keon and talk about how we met, talk about long distance. We talk about him making friends in a city where he knew literally no one when he moved to Oklahoma City. Um, So I think it's just a fun, entertaining podcast. It's definitely different than my other episodes and it's not gonna be like the norm, but I thought that this was a fun episode and I really wanted to include it. So I hope that you guys are enjoying the episodes. I hope that you guys like this one. I really just wanna dive right into it, but uh, yeah, if you guys like this podcast, be sure to give it good reviews. It's just a fun episode it's more honestly for me but I know some of you guys might have questions or I I know that I love listening to podcasts with like couples on it like I love Claudia and Phineas's podcast it's like one of my favorites and I can just listen to them talk so this is definitely just like more conversational but uh yeah I'm back he's back in Boston I'm here in New York I'm getting ready to move actually I have a whole YouTube video talking about my next steps but I am moving back home to North Carolina um so if you guys want to check that out you guys can check out the YouTube video but it's really sad I miss him a lot and I was like editing this podcast like almost about to cry because I just like miss him so much um but yeah I hope that you guys enjoy this episode and let's just get into it hi Kia (laughs) wait let me restart Hi, Keon. Thanks so much for joining me on my podcast. Hi, Natalie. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we have tried recording this before. We filmed or recorded a whole podcast episode, and my computer deleted it. It's nowhere to be found, so we are doing part two while he is visiting me in New York. Um, And I don't really have a list of questions. I think I remember kind of what we talked about before, but... I saw other people doing this, like bringing their boyfriends on their podcast or a YouTube video and um, just answering some questions, and I thought it would be fun, and Keon was very receptive to doing it. So, if you can hear the noise outside, I'm sorry, it's New York City, but 
I just wanted to introduce Keon, so we're just gonna talk about random stuff, get to know him a little more. I think it's a lot of fun having him on, kind of bringing him into my world. Um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what do you want to know? <laughs> All right. So where are you from? I want a little background on you that if people like are from your same area, maybe went to your same school, like where, what's your background? Because like, people know that I'm from North Carolina, grew up there from the South, as you like to call it, even though I don't really, I know North Carolina is the South, but like, I don't know. I don't feel Southern. So how did you grow up? Where are you from? Um, so I was born in California. But, right. Yeah. So, you know, from the West Coast, but lived there from zero to nine months <laughs> and then moved to basically Connecticut and lived there until college. So I went to high school in Connecticut and then went to college in upstate New York where I studied mechanical engineering and I don't know, like grew up playing basketball, loving sports, loving hanging out with my friends, being social. And then after college, I worked for Accenture where I met you. Yeah, so he's a northern boy, but he, uh, did you say that you moved to Oklahoma City? No, so uh, so right after um, college, I accepted my offer at Accenture and they gave me Oklahoma City as a location. <laughs> so I packed up my car and drove there for 24 hours, knowing no one or nothing that, about Oklahoma City and started work there. Yeah, so that's why I actually, I filmed a few vlogs in Oklahoma City, but I had visited him um, a few times and while he was living there, so I feel like a lot of people might have thought that he was from o like Oklahoma City, like that's where his family is, but kind of just totally random that he was placed there, and that's how we met. So that's how I kind of got to explore that part of the country, because I've never been inland before. Like, I'm always just, like, on the coast. Like, I'm always west coast or east coast. I've never actually been to the middle of the country. So, uh, got to do that visiting Keon there. But you were there, and you had, like, you knew no one, right? No one. Like, like there's no connection to Oklahoma City. I gave them Boston as my number one, New York as my number two, and San Francisco as my number three for locations. And I always make this bad joke whoever <laughs> like, talking to like i like to think they averaged the three and just put me in the middle <laughs> yeah they averaged the three like distance wise yeah. i guess like <laughs> actually not even because it's way further south but i think that's really it, funny it kind of works kind of just they were like mm, he's he's indecisive about east or west so we'll just put him in the middle but i um i wanted to work for accenture because i had studied engineering in college and had two engineering internships and didn't really like it and accenture is a i don't know fairly renowned consulting program so I was like all right yeah Oklahoma City can't be that bad I'll suck it up for a year I'll, I'll get some good experience professionally and kind of life experience because mm -hmm. if you count my nine months on the west coast then okay. I like I had lived on the, the west coast and the east coast but I'm like oh what's the you know central USA about I love that you always say that you lived on the west coast and like you have literally not a single memory from there all right but my entire extended family from my mom's side's there I went back there like yeah. once a year for two weeks for 15 years okay but, <laughs> oh, but you're like i live there i have the experience i lived there from zero to nine like all i know right. that like it didn't define nine months, me nine, <laughs> all right nine months if you want me to specify it's, but it's like zero to like 0. 0.75 if you want all right but if you add up all my visits right. i'm probably like a year and a half total now like a year 
Yeah, but it was like, you know, a week when I was six, a week when I was nine, a week when I was 12. So, like, I kind of grew up. Like, it wasn't like, you know, it's better than zero to a year and a half years old. It's like a spread thing. All right. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways, I want to actually talk about your... Well, one, I'm going to get into, like, how we met and everything like that. But I think it's interesting because some people might be in the same position. And given the pandemic, it is a little different. But working in a or living in a place where you don't know anyone like how did you make friends like you literally knew zero people and you're not active on social media so it's not like you had like instagram friends or you like if i moved somewhere random i would probably try to find someone through social media like how did you make your friends there when you didn't know a soul so i wouldn't say i'm not active like i don't post so much anymore but like i feel like i'm the typical user yeah no but i'm saying like i would find like I know, but I don't have thousands of followers. I have, like, the where I grew up and those friends. So I I tried those networks, but no one knows anyone in Oklahoma City. Like, I think the best I got, the best answer I had was a cousin's friend or something like that. Did you ever meet up with them? No, he was, like, 42. Like, like it it was not going to work. It was not not that helpful, but it was, like, this is what I got. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I I was, like, that's not helpful. Thank you for (laughs) for asking. Um, So... One of my, I didn't have a ton of friends there. I, th- I thought it was hard to meet people. And my, my work team was pretty old and pretty small. So I was f- friendly with um, a couple people on my, on my project that were my age. But for the most part, everyone was was older with families or honestly um, flew in from Austin. Because the mm-hmm. way Accenture works is that you can travel for work. So they, I had some fr- a bunch, I guess like three or four people I hung out with that were only there Monday through Thursday. So then right. come weekends, I had a smaller pool of friends. But um, shout out Jason and Dan. I hung out with them. They were on the podcast, uh, They actually. were on the podcast episode. That's funny. I don't remember. Something. I don't remember the episode. It was a good episode, though. It was funny. But um, I was I was looking for a roommate um, before I moved to Oklahoma City, and I saw some roomiematch.com posts. Um, it turned out to be Jason. And... He's, his post was pretty similar to mine, and I messaged him saying, pretty much, what's up? Do you still need a roommate? He said no. And then a month later, or he said something along the lines of, let's get a beer when you're in town. And I'm like, right, I'm not going to do that. Like, not going to meet up some internet stranger. Like, I'll, I'll be able to meet and mingle on my own. Like, I don't <laughs> need to do that. Probably, like, three weeks into Oklahoma, like, striking out left and right. Like, it's tough. Like, if you go to... A bar by yourself, it's hard to make friends. Like, Did you go like, to a bar by yourself? I tried you it. A, once, I right? tried it a couple times, yeah. but I'm like, I, this is just weird. Like, I'm, you don't everyone's make friends, like, yeah, yeah, at a bar. No one's trying. Like, they're all the guys are out. Like, guys are going out to have a good time. Girls are in a big group. Like, I can't like approach yeah. a group of girls and be like, "Hey, he wants to <laughs> be my friend." And, and the guys like they're, like, they're doing their own thing. I know that I'm not the most social when I'm like within my group of friends. I'm yeah. not trying to like a friend a stranger i'm having a good time with my friends so right right so i gave up on that quickly and then i, think I can I, just like picture you at a bar by yourself i remember we had met at one of like because me and you met really early on you um, met before i made friends in oklahoma yeah so i i remember you texting me and you were like yeah i'm at a bar by myself like i think i'm gonna leave soon <laughs> yeah i ordered like a burger at the at the bar i'm sitting there drinking a beer by myself i think like midway like 21 and a half years old so (laughs) like like i'm still like in the very much like going out scene and i'm just like by myself it's like an old man move like ordering a burger and a beer at a bar like watching sports on tv by yourself and 
Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Heirs tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 450 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration. And according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today, as it should, with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Right. Um, so eventually I, I messaged Jason, and I don't know exactly what I said, but it's along the lines of, like, I'm down for that beer. Yeah. And um, I invite him over to my place, and the entire time... I'm thinking, what if this guy's weird? How yeah, do I, how do you how get do, out of it? How do I get out of it? Um, and you I'm, should have gone to his, cause that, or but he was probably thinking the no, same thing. No, so he invited me to, to meet up with him and Dan, who's one of, like, the other kid. And they were like, what if I suck? Like, how do yeah. I get rid of him in my place? So that didn't work out. Right. 
eventually he shows up it's Jason and Dan show up I'm like I have beer like they brought beer and we just start talking and it's a little uncomfortable at first but like we get like um we we talk about sports we talk about school we talk about going out we talk about I don't know broad range of topics and it's like kind of check marks yeah they're really nice guys and they became and then we talked about how we thought like the other person was gonna be weird and how yeah. to get out of it and then what to do and jason's like yeah that's why i brought dan yeah. like <laughs> i had my out that's uh, so funny and it's funny that like jason showed up at my apartment and then later moved into that same one yeah yeah you guys so, became really good friends like thank god that for them honestly because i feel like that made your time in oklahoma city so much more enjoyable yep we had we had fun um yeah. and oklahoma city I think that if you grow up there, it's a fun place, but it's, it's hard. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone already has their circles kind of from a young age, whether it's like, I, I think you grow up there, you go to high school, then you either go to OU, Oklahoma University or Oklahoma State University, OSU. You have your football teams, you have your crowd, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely becoming a nicer, nicer area. Um, the, the bars are, I don't want to say gentrifying, but they're, everything's like brand new. All the construction is, yeah. is being built. A lot of people from i feel like not that many people are moving there from all over like you were saying so it's harder to make friends but it's but no like, but people from texas are leaving yeah. dallas because it's getting more and more expensive and oklahoma is three hours north that's true oklahoma's uh city yeah yeah no i think it's really really cool i feel like a lot of people might be in the same boat uh, moving to a place where they don't know anyone and i know i get so many questions like how do you make friends in new york like how do you make friends moving to a new city and it's hard for me to answer because one i know people already like here in the city like wherever i've moved either charlotte or new york like i've known people so i'll like rely on those connections or then youtube and instagram bring me so many opportunities because i can just dm someone and be like hey we should hang out we should grab coffee and then they introduce me to their friends and i you know so like it's a lot easier for me because of like youtube and instagram honestly yeah but i I tried to do the things that i always loved growing up i played basketball with my friends so i figured okay i'll I'll join a basketball league i'll play pickup Mm -hmm. um the one pickup game i was able to play they play during the week and it's at like 3 p.m yeah. And I'm, I can't do that. I, I was Who working. Who's playing? Just, Who can just, do that? Just local people. I'm not. I'm not sure what their employment status was, but yeah, they, they were able to play at 3 p.m. on Wednesday, so um, I couldn't do that. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I could not find any men's leagues for. Like, typically, in when I was in Connecticut, I would play Tuesday, Thursdays, seven to nine, or something like that. So it would be a young professional crowd all trying to sweat mm-hmm. after work which is what i was looking for and could not find it i know that's that sucks um well now you're back in boston mm-hmm. you like it a lot what's your favorite part about boston I wanted to take a quick pause in the podcast to talk to you about our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of, if you guys don't know what it is, is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. If you guys haven't seen it all over social media, it's just a really great way to get in your vitamins. They do a personalized quiz, which is super quick and easy. It asks you really personal questions like where you live what's your lifestyle like what are your goals what are you looking for even like how comfortable are you with trying vitamins like it really does get to know you which is something that i really love and it just makes taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals really really attainable 
Some of the vitamins that they gave me are a vitamin C vitamin, which I think is super important to be taking your vitamin C, and then also a probiotic blend. I think probiotics is something that I have been really researching and getting into, and I was really excited that they decided to give me a probiotic blend because gut health is so important, and I feel like we just neglect it a lot. So it's very personalized to you and to your specific needs, which I absolutely love. Care-of's products are formulated with good-for-you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. They are super transparent with their research and also their sourcing behind every single one of their products, and they have extensive info available on their websites so that you can check it out for yourself. They also have yummy protein powders, which are made with wholesome ingredients that you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. I mean, my favorite part about Care Of is just that it simplifies the vitamin game for you. It really makes it easy to take your vitamins. It can be super confusing to figure out which ones you need to take. There's literally a million out there. They can also get really expensive and Care Of just makes it so easy and so simple. You can follow Care Of's expert recommendations or you can adjust your pack any time that you want. So it's really up to you about what you're getting. It just makes it really easy to deliver vitamins that you should be taking every single day. I also love the packets. The packets are really, really cute. They have your name on it. They do like a little fun quote or kind of just something to take with you for the day, which I love. And it makes it easy to travel since it is in little pouches. So for example, I just went to the lake and I just brought three pouches because that's how long I was gonna be gone for. So it makes it really, really easy to take with you and to make sure that you're taking your vitamins even if you are away from your home and i have an exclusive offer for you so for 50 percent off your first care of order you can go to takecareof.com and enter the code real real 50 so that's r-e-a-l-r-e-e-l 50 for 50 percent off your first care of order you can go to takecareof.com and enter code real real 50 this is definitely not the first time I've been using it, so if you guys want to get your vitamins, use my code. I'll have it in the show notes. And now let's get back into the episode. Um, so I live with my best friend from high school, my best friend from college, so we have like a really good time. We grocery shop together, take turns cooking, yeah. hang out, have similar interests. So it's pretty drama-free, I would say. Um, it's... I think Boston's a cooler city than city than Oklahoma City. There's a lot mm-hmm. more to do within Boston, and then I'm close to closer to you, and closer to my family. Yeah. So we were doing long distance from Charlotte, North Carolina, to Oklahoma City. So now I want to get into like how we met, and then going into long distance because I know a lot of people, so many people ask about long distance. I think a lot of people are in the same boat as like doing distance with people, especially like after college. A lot of you like move separate ways. Um, all right, so you can take it from here with how we met. I want to hear it in your words. <laughs> I love how you've heard this 20 times, but you love me saying it. Like, you just like listening. I do. I like it. It's nice. Okay. Isn't it nice to hear? <laughs> Who are you asking? Are you asking me? I'm asking, are you asking the, the audience. audience? Asking. Okay. I thought you get like a soundtrack in like a... Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's my first week at Accenture. And I have training in Dallas, and I met some a guy named Kyle, and I'm there for three days. Kyle and I get along. Um, he's part of TDP, which is Natalie's program, and I'm in CDP, and CDP's Consulting Development Program, and TDP's Techn- Technology Development Program. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, ha- we kind of have our our schedule, and we both see that we're going to St. Charles, which is I don't know an hour outside Chicago, and it's Accenture's training facility. And he's going to 
um, St. Charles Monday and I go Wednesday. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'll see you in, in six days or whatever. And we grab drinks in, in Dallas and I don't know, exchange numbers and all that. So I get there on Wednesday and he's situated with this new group of people that he's been with the TDP squad for two full days and going on the third when I get there. I can't believe it was only two days because yeah. I felt like I knew them so well. It, it's like if you guys go to ever to these types of training things with your work, they are so much fun. They really do feel like freshman year of college again, like going it, like moving into college, meeting all these new people in your dorm room, like going out with them like going to class with them going out with them or just like seeing them on campus like it honestly felt like i was back four years and back in college but really we were like training for our full-time jobs but it was just a lot of fun so i got really close with the people in my classes in my training really quickly so like the fact that i only knew kyle for two days was well, is crazy mm-hmm. i felt like i knew him for longer by then so i know the um people or the one person from oklahoma that i came with but we weren't super close but we were cordial enough we were able to hang out but kind of made our own friends while we were there um so kyle and i relink up and he's in a, so you like i don't know you guys know social interactions you form circles when you talk like it's mm-hmm. us four someone joins the circle gets bigger and bigger um eventually kyle's like you want me to introduce you to my tdp friends you know two-day-year-old yeah, we were friends, close. We were a tight-knit group. <laughs> so he's introducing me to this circle and then kind of stops behind Natalie and like just points at her head like down. Like <laughs> like she's cute, I think, is, is the message he was sending me. And I like kind of like nodded in agreement, but it was so low-key. Don't think she noticed at all. I did not notice at um, all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I get to training and you know the backstory of me being in Oklahoma. And this is before I met Dan and Jason. So I was three weeks by myself. Um, and I'm a pretty social guy back home, so staying in Fridays and Saturdays, like, by myself, I don't know, took a shot to my confidence a little bit, (laughs) and now, um, I show up at training, and they're spoon-feeding everyone friends, like, there's open bars, open drinks, they really want you to have a good time and make it easy to talk to people. Yeah. So I have Kyle, who's willing to hang out with me, and then he introduces me to Natalie, who's also willing to hang out with, with me. And we get all of the small talk out of the way, like, where did you go to school? Um, what was your major? What are you doing in Accenture? Where are you staffed? Are, are you staffed? And what do you, like, what program are you in Accenture? Those were yeah. all, like, the beginning basic questions. Well, you major in, all of those, like, ba- I felt like it was, like, sorority rush again, like, those basic questions. And then pretty quickly, um, we also asked, like, were you in a fraternity, sorority, yeah. all that? Um, but after those got out of the way um you kind of formed your groups and then it migrated pretty quickly to like hey i'm done with my drink do you need one like do you want to go to the bar do you want to do this game or activity um and i don't know it was a circle of probably six or seven people and people left people joined but natalie always kind of stayed with me and i stayed with her like i would go to the bathroom and then rejoin the same circle and vice versa so we talked most of that night I remember thinking, because when you, when Kyle introduced you to me, I was like, hmm, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. Yeah, I remember you had that, I don't know what it's called, but the hairdo, and it's like the two strips down on the side, but like you kind of pull it back. It's probably still my favorite. Oh, you remember that? I didn't even remember that. That's so cute. Do you remember what I was wearing? Okay, don't push it. You got it. <laughs> I actually remember what I was wearing. Do you remember what I was wearing? 
We I only remember the pants. I don't remember the, the black shirt. Pa- pants and like the blouse shirt, kind of like the purple beige. Actually, was I? I don't know. I thought I was wearing green pants. I don't remember actually. Okay. Anyways, not not important to the story, but that's really cute. They remember my hair. Yeah. You do like that hair. You always tell me that you like that the best. Anytime I get a haircut, he's like, "Can you still do that hairdo?" I'm like, "Yes." He's like, "Okay, cool." What was the line I used on you to get your phone number? Do you remember like? No, I don't. I think I said number. something along the lines of, "Oh, like I might be hanging out with Kyle later. Like, can I get your number just so oh, I can?" Oh, was it? I remember. It was you. something that was like very basic, but good enough worked. And then I still have your name in my phone as like Keon Cook Accenture. So like I, I knew who it was, you know, yeah. like except- I, same. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think remember- I put my name. I think I did that in your phone. Oh, like- okay, whatever. It was like a funny like. Well, now it's funny. At the moment, it was serious. But now it's, like, so funny that that's how I needed to remember you by. Because there was no, like, flirting. You know, it wasn't, like... Well, Natalie's flirting is that I look at you differently. Like, I know you can't see me, but I guess if you're watching the YouTube video, like, look one is... And look two is... And you can't, like, from a guy, you can't see the difference. But when she's slightly looking up more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, like, the, the flirty eyes. You know, you go. But that tells you nothing. What I'm saying. Yeah, so we just started texting. We only met those two nights. Those were the only times. Apparently, you waved. You told me this. You waved to me at breakfast, and I didn't see you. Oh yeah, you straight up ignored me. Yeah, I didn't see you. That's so. But no one saw me wave, so it was it was cool. I would like I was so would have sat with you if I had seen you. I just was so nervous. So I am so I don't want to say awkward because I don't think I'm awkward. I think I'm just very like. I overthink every interaction with someone that I'm interested in. Because I was interested in you, I overthought everything. Oh my god, like, if I see him today, like, what am I gonna do? Like, am I gonna say hi? Am I gonna go up to him? Am I gonna sit with him? Am I gonna... You know, it was like, what's what's cool, what's not cool? Like, is going up to him and sitting with him, like, too aggressive? Like, listen, we just talked for one night. Like, is that too much? It was just so many things going on in my head that I probably was just, like, looking down because I didn't want to have the chance that I saw you to, like, have that interaction. See, I'm not like that at all. I yeah. was just like, oh, I'll see you or I'll, I'll say hi. Like, yeah, fine. no, 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 no. I was, like, overthinking everything. And that's why the next day we went to the bar after class because there's a bar, like, on campus where everyone goes. Um, and I remember seeing you there and I texted you. I was like, hey, I'm here because you were like, go text me when you get there. And so I texted you that I was there, but you, like, weren't on your phone. No, I was talking to... Yeah, you were Kyle talking to someone else. And so you weren't on your phone, so you didn't see the text. So it was, it's was it been like 20 minutes since I said I'm here, and I see you talking, and I'm like, oh my god, like this is so awkward. Yeah, like, but you didn't come over. You were... No, I refused to come over because I was like, he didn't respond to my text. I think you like positioned yourself in the circle so like your back was turned to me so you could... I, I like, wanted you to see me, but I didn't want to, like, make eye contact with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did not make eye contact with you. I kept checking my phone every, like, minute to see if you texted me back. That's pretty smooth. And it, I mean, and then I think you came up to me. As I planned. <laughs> so, yeah. as nervous as Natalie, like, told you guys, she showed up, like, post-gym clothes after a workout. So, for someone, like, you would think that, like, with that... With those thoughts, she was going to be, like, super done up. Not at all. Yeah, I was wearing, like, I had gone to the gym, and I, like, I think you tucked in your t-shirt to make it a little cuter. I I tied it. (laughs) I tied my t-shirt. I remember the shirt I was wearing, too, and the leggings. Yeah, I was just wearing leggings and a gym shirt. So Um, I saw them, like, 
wow, she's confident. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No, I was just like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't overthink dress it like the way I dress, the way my hair is, the way my makeup is. Like, that's not what I overthink. I and I overthink like the interaction. Like, that's what makes me nervous is the interaction. So that's so funny that that happened. But. Yeah, that's how we met. We started texting after that. He left the next day on Friday, and I remember I was like, is he going to come and say bye to me? Is that, like, too like too much? Like, is he not going to say bye before he leaves? Because I still had another week at training. And then you kept, you were like, I was like, so what are you doing? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just packing. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, 30 minutes later, so what are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm at the bar with this guy, or I'm in a restaurant with this guy. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, you're like, yeah, I'm getting ready to leave soon. I'm like, okay. I was like, hello, are you not going to say bye to me? <laughs> That's like all I thought about. And then um, I think I was like, okay, well, this this guy's not saying bye to me. Never mind. I like overthought it in my head. And so I'm like, okay, I'll just, I'll leave. Because we were heading, me and my friends that I had made were heading to Chicago that night. And we're going to stay at a hotel. And then uh, I was like in the car to go to the train and I was like, he's not saying bye to me, you know? And then you texted me, and you're like, hey, where are you? Like, aren't you aren't you going to say bye? You're, oh, so you said, so, no bye, question mark? And I was like, oh, okay. So I literally, we actually missed the train. It was not my fault, because we were waiting for someone else. But I literally got out of the car. I was like, okay, I need to say bye, you know? But we were running late. So I was like, I'm just going to go inside for five seconds. And they're like, oh, my God, like, hurry up. We're literally going to miss this train. But we were still waiting on that other guy. So I just had to make it back before the other guy came. So I went in and gave you a hug. And then uh, we went to Chicago. And then I texted you. I was like, sorry for not, like, saying bye or something at first. And then we ended up missing the train. But it was not my fault. It was the other guy's fault for mm-hmm. being late. But I was willing to miss miss a train. That's love. Yeah, I have that effect. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, but, so yeah, that's the story of how we met. And now I want to talk about, just a little more about, like, long distance and how it is, like, just being in a relationship. So, a lot of people were asking, well, what is it like to be an influencer, or not to be an influencer, to date an influencer? From someone who was not very involved in social media beforehand. Um, I think it's cool. I think that there's a lot of good aspects about your job that like we take advantage of. Like you are on your own schedule completely, so you can visit me whenever you want. Like when we were doing um, Oklahoma to Charlotte, there are cheaper flights at weird times that I couldn't take that you could. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? You have so many benefits with your job, I would say. Not so much now with with Corona, but like there are times we like tried stuff or you got like a free drink with this with with a story or whatever. So mm-hmm. like you would take me out and we would do something cool that I probably wouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. I feel like. But and then I, I love learning about it. I think. Yeah. Like I had no idea anything about that world, and now I don't know. I'll speak with my grandfather about it. I and, like, know. I want to like talk to you more and learn about something that yeah. neither of us knew. Yeah, no, I think it's it's cool that I'm, I'm always worried that people are going to, like, judge me off of it, you know? Like, people are going to be judgmental and think I'm, like, stuck up or an airhead or 
dumb or just like self-centered so I never want that so I'm so hesitant to tell people but Kyle made that easy because he just was like oh hey you know she has a YouTube channel here are her videos and just like pulled them up and showed you like minute one I was like can you not do that so you found out like right away mm-hmm. um so I think that was nice that you didn't like judge me off the bat for it what were your s- stereotypes beforehand and have I broken those stereotypes what's that smile <laughs> what's that? <laughs> uh stereotypes before i don't know I, I feel like i don't really judge people I, I think that the industry made it seem like to me that you're always going to be done up go out really care about likes views be attached to your phone i just hope it's not superficial or um or she's not pretentious but yeah i quickly learned that you're not any of those things I feel like I'm pretty good about not being obsessed with my phone. Well, if you're out with friends, I know you're not answering my texts. Yeah. Like if she's out to dinner with someone, it's like, all right, I'll talk to her in three hours because yeah, I locked in. I refuse to like go on my phone when I'm like with other people, like with friends and stuff. I hate when people are on their phone at the dinner table or like, like it's just so rude to me that I just don't would never think to do that. Um, unless of course you're spending like all day with that person, then whatever, you got to check your phone. But if you're like hanging out with a group of people or you're out, I just think it's so rude when people check their phones. Um, and then what were the other questions? Oh yeah, I guess like long distance. So what is it like being in a long distance relationship and how do you think you make it work? And would you recommend a long distance relationship? Okay. I'm going to answer the first and the third at the same time. Okay. What's it like and what I recommend. Um, so there's some really nice aspects and some really kind of aspects I wish I could change. Mm-hmm. Um, when Natalie's in town, I can hang out with her entirely. Like it's fast pacing, fast paced. We do a lot of things we want to in a short amount of time. It's fun. Um, and when she's not there, then I get to hang out with, like I said, I live with my best friend from high school and college. So we can kind of have boys weekends and, um, I don't know, really chill out because there's activities that the three of us like um, that we probably wouldn't do when you're when you're there. And then there's things that we like when we have when like my roommates like you. So like they like when you're in town because we do different things that we wouldn't do without you, but that we enjoy doing. Yeah, it can be a little fast paced. There's there's no, hey, I'm in your neighborhood or yeah. can I stop by? I want to get dinner and then bounce. So when I was when I was in New York City for a month. Um, Natalie and I were kind of able to simulate if we were in the same place. And I went to a Rangers game with two of my friends and met, or Natalie and I grabbed dinner with my friends before a Rangers game. And then we parted ways and I went to a Rangers game and then met up with them after. Yeah. So it's, it's nice to know that you're not clingy. Yeah. No, I don't think either of us are clingy and I don't think it's possible to be clingy if you're in a long distance relationship. Like you can't because it's just it's impossible and if not it will drive someone crazy because yes you obviously want to see that person if you haven't seen them in a month or something like that but at the end of the day spending every second with a person is a lot like I don't care who you are that's just a lot you know so I think we're, we do a good job at being like okay yeah, you do this with your friends I'll do this with mine like we don't have to be together all the time uh, and we're both understanding of that which I think is important and then also just like the biggest thing that I always say in a long-distance relationship is just trust. <laughs> All right, if you're just listening to the podcast, you got to watch the video because uh, he just mouthed the word trust as I said it, so he knew it was coming. 
I should throw you off. What's the second thing I'm going to say? Yep, you're right. All right, trust and communication. That's it. So, I don't know why I mouthed it because I thought you were going to say it at the same time. But no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he mouthed communication also. Um, so yeah, trust and communication really are the two biggest things because if you don't trust the person, you're going to drive yourself nuts because that honestly, like, Keon could do whatever he wanted in Boston and I would never know. You know, like, he can literally do anything bad or disrespectful or whatever and get away with it and i just like it would have and vice versa yeah and i can do whatever i wanted here in new york and never tell you and it wouldn't really get back to you you know so i mean maybe it would but like it would be harder for that to happen so i think having trust and knowing that the other person is respecting you even when you're not together is huge and that's like the biggest thing for me and then also just communicating like if you're upset you can't go and see them the next day you have to you're going a month without seeing them, you know? So everything is done over the phone. FaceTime, text, phone call, whatever that is. Um, and then FaceTime, I think, has helped a lot. If we didn't have FaceTime, I don't think we would be dating. Because we FaceTimed that first whole month together. Or, like, mm-hmm. the first whole month before we, like, right after we met each other, we FaceTimed every single day, pretty much. So would I recommend long distance if you guys are compatible, like Natalie said, with, like, trust and communication? Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, it can work. Yeah, but if you guys are not trusting of each other, one, if you don't trust your boyfriend, long distance or not, break up with him. But it's just, um, especially in long distance, you have to. And I think our situation is unique because we started long distance. I don't, like, I think it would have been hard to go from together too long. Right. Like, it'll be, it's easier. Like, even though we are still long distance, it's a a shorter, longer distance because it's, you know, instead of Oklahoma to Charlotte, it's Boston to New York. And I have a house in Connecticut that my parents live at. So there's so many areas that we can meet up in. Yeah. You have a place in Florida and I have a place in Florida. Like it's really, it's, it's, we have places to see each other and now we're closer. So it's a lot better. But yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing with distance. Um, What was question two? What was question two? I don't know. I nailed one and three though. (laughs) You did. I don't remember what it was. I think those were too good that like. All right, we're going to forget about it, too. We're going to forget about it. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much the questions I had. And now I want to end this with a little, like, I've seen other people do this. I've been really binging Claudia. Well, I haven't been binging, but I I listen on a regular basis to Claudia and Phineas's podcast, We Bought a House, which I have made Keon listen to. and Once. Once. And I, don't, I don't really like podcasts, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I don't even listen to Natalie's. So. No. Ugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I listen to their podcast a lot. And I think I could be totally wrong, but I feel like they always talk about like what happened that week. Well, no, I know that they talk about that, but I kind of want to talk about like a highlight and low light. So you can tell me your highs and lows of this week and I'll share mine. And then we'll say goodbye to the podcast. Trying to think what my copy high it? is. No. I'm going to make it specific. Then I want to go first. Okay, go first. You might take away my high. Okay, go first. Um, let's see. Low light was... What about your high? <laughs> well, I have my lower. Lower. I'm going to start low and then end on All a right. positive note. Okay, that's good. I guess low light was leaving. Um, I was hanging out with my grandparents. I'd gotten my COVID tests and I had, was seeing them. And we were super careful, still wearing a mask, but... It's it can be tough to leave them and not know when I'm going to see them again because I have to plan out my visits. Like it's no more. Hey, I'm in the area. I'm showing up and right. stopping by. Tested before. Or like I would never want to transmit anything to them. So if I'm not being careful, 
or as careful as I need as like no, no one's being as careful as them like they've been pretty much confined to mm-hmm. their house instacarting everything in so um it was sad to leave them I would say that's my low light yeah highlight what high was I gonna copy I thought you had one. Oh, you're definitely not gonna copy this but Natalie and I watched the Portland game the NBA game and oh, it was a yeah. really good game and it was it was just fun um, I was like shouting at the TV and Natalie, who's not the biggest NBA fan, got into it and it was just fun to, I think we got some food and it was fun to watch with her. And ha- that would be my highlight. When Damian Lillard shot that three. So you, if you go to the video, she, back in. Damian Lillard apparently shoots with both of his hands. Like she did the, the <laughs> flip with both, like, you know, typical shooting formula, like one hand up and you flick with one, but that, nope, that and Dame do both. <laughs> um... Is that like allowed in basketball? You can shoot it however you want. Just can you do that's like gross a granny form. shot? <laughs> yeah, people used to shoot like free throws with that. Really? I've never seen that. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyways, that's not my highlight of the week, but that was fun. Um. But <laughs> I was fun. Okay. Anyways. Left the towels. Yeah, that is actually a low light. So, I, w- I went to the beach with Keon, and we went to his family's house afterwards, like, in Connecticut for a few days. And I was so... I'm... If you guys... Fun fact, I am notorious for leaving stuff places. No, not you. Believe it or not, <laughs> that was a low light, because now I don't know when I'm going to get them back, and it's just... I left my hamper there, too, so I don't have a place for my dirty clothes anymore. So that's been, they're just literally on the floor, on the foot of my bed. Need to get a bag or something. But that's a low light. And then my highlight is, this is, I don't want this to sound superficial. Well, one, my highlight is that you are here. Because I always love when you're in New York City. It's literally the best. Like, I love Aww. I love you being in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but my other highlight is I got my hair done and I fixed my hair. So I... You guys follow me on Instagram. I got my hair done. I dyed it really blonde, and I did not want it that blonde. The pictures I showed were not that light. She kind of just, like, ran off and I think kind of did whatever she wanted with it. And while it didn't look bad, like, people liked it, it just wasn't very me. It wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what I was expecting, and it was just way too light. I've kind of, like, gone through the blonde stage before, and I just wanted to do um, brown hair again, but with some, like, pops of like lightness and she just made it totally blonde totally like golden yellow kind of like washed out my face so i got my hair done by a lady that i've previously gone to that's done my hair and i like really trust her and she fixed it and so now i'm just like happy that i have i'm back to my normal self and kind of got what i had originally wanted but my main highlight is that you're in new york because i love exploring the city with you i thought you were gonna say me showing you long beach island and hanging out but that was last week doesn't count as this week. Okay. That would be a highlight. I love seeing the places you're from. Like California. I, you still haven't taken me there. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll show you around. What I remember. But anyways, I think that's it for this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Keon, do you want to leave anything? Any words of advice? Any little nuggets of wisdom? Oh, so. thanks for listening. Okay, that's your nugget of wisdom? Yeah. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> So I hope that you guys liked this episode. What did you think? Let me know. Um, but next week, I'll see you guys on another episode of The Real Real Podcast.
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room Podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the Mom Room Podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood. Hey, my name is Lovan Roomf and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here. And vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.